Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Connecticut Precious Movie Reviews. I'm Arnie. I'm Andy. And today we're going to be reviewing Free Guy, the open world video game movie not based on a single video game starring Ryan Reynolds. All right, here's my initial thoughts on Free Guy. I thought it was ultimately entertaining that really rode on the charisma of Ryan Reynolds. The script was terrible. It was a paint-by-numbers movie directed by a dude who should be directing movies in the late 90s. Other than that, <laughs> I thought it was pretty fun. Really fun. Uh, Drew, what are your thoughts on Free Guy? Uh, yeah, man. Like It, it just kind of – it was a little uh, cookie-cutter. It was uh, it was very much like, you know, create your own gingerbread house. Uh, there was some fun stuff like uh, – I don't know why I said gingerbread house. I, I meant like, you know, those prepackaged gingerbread houses gingerbread. that you get in Christmas. Like, you know, like you have to make it yourself. I'm like, no, just make yourself a fucking gingerbread house. Now, that's what I meant by cookie-cutter. <laughs> it has some fun characters in it. Uh, you know, Taiki Watiti is really good in it. Uh, I'm in love. I was already in love with Jodie Comer. So just watching her on screen in, in a big screen was uh, – was delicious. I'll say delicious. <laughs> you always <laughs> bringing sure. the spice, Drew. Always bringing yeah. the spice. And I'm sure, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, like, I guess he was good to look at, too. But, like, it just... Oh, yeah. The movie did oh, yeah. what Ryan Reynolds likes to do. He likes to he likes to play... He, It's like Deadpool. He's Deadpool without a, being a superhero. He's not a superhero. Great. But, like, right. it's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll... Yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, this whole movie was like, like the beginning of it was really fun, and like I kind of was with it for a little bit, and then the script just falls apart. I it just <laughs> it just falls apart left and right, and then it falls apart so much that the director and the writer, and I'm sure Ryan Reynolds were all like, just just go full bore. Let's just make this fun. Like I kind of feel that's what it was. Like they just decided to make a movie that they thought was going to be fun and paint by numbers and like really appealing to young people. This was really a kid's movie um, that I, I think was just slightly like it just, it was like marketed not quite as a kid's movie, but it was totally a kid's movie. Right. Um, yeah. It had a really like, it had a really interesting take on the open world video game. I thought was really fun. The, the, they, they threw the budget all over the screen. Um, and the set piece is really fun. The, the and and uh, look, this movie rides on the charisma of Ryan Reynolds, and he delivers, bro. Like, like the whole time I was watching this movie, I, I thought of a quote that uh, Steven Spielberg had for like then, like his reason for casting Shia LaBeouf back all those years ago uh, in in the Transformers movie because he was a producer on that, and like in the Indiana Jones, um, he said this about um, about Shia LaBeouf back then. Uh, as a leading man, Shia had uh, what you should have every leading man had. The, th uh, the thing where every guy wants to be his friend and every lady wants to be with him, right? And I think like that is the whole thing this movie wrote on. It just wrote on the likability of Ryan Reynolds. It has which, to. Yeah, right? <laughs> 100%. Because the – because like – it being fun and kind of paid by numbers, like the script, like legitimately, it just like they just threw out all logic for the first half. There were things that happened in the first half that had consequences that just all of a sudden have absolutely no consequences through the rest of the movie. Right. Like it just threw away all the rules and regulations to just kind of give you this montage of Ryan Reynolds just killing it throughout the game uh, without having any recourse of what he's doing to the players of the game and the amount that he's doing it to the players. It's like, he's a nice guy doing nice guy things, 
but you have like no idea like where the hell is he getting these glasses aren't there like a like a hundred fucking players that are just like getting robbed by an npc throughout this entire thing and like nobody cares they cared in the first part of this movie but they didn't give a shit at all for the rest of it but yeah uh it definitely uh was fun but like it just did bro the script just like fell apart and like it got to the point where I was like, okay, I, I guess we're just going to go on this ride, right? We're just going to go with it. And you just kind of kind of feel with the characters. And yeah, I think that's where this movie kind of excels. You feel for the characters. You feel for Ryan Reynolds. You feel for the, you kind of feel for the like semi-romantic thing that's happening. I mean, it is a full-born romantic tale. And I thought that was inventive the way they did that. There was kind of like this really cool like sci-fi movie about... Uh, an NPC like AI that comes to life and that like falls in love with its creator but then it turns out that it's like something different and it's kind of like this bigger story about another love story in the real world I thought that aspect was really super cool but it was totally just played for paint by numbers romantic comedy right yeah yeah it definitely was man and like uh you're you're exactly right like the I, I like what you said is like I about the uh, the director, he should be still directing stuff in the nineties or something. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like rom coms were his thing. And this this like hit everything of, about that. This like this rom com thing. It was writing the rom com thing a little too hard, and like I don't think it even it missed on some points in that aspect as well because I don't think we feel enough for the guy who gets the girl at the end. I'm not. I'm just being vague there. You know what Dude, I'm saying? Like such a good point. So, such a good point. Like, I know we're going to go to spoilers later and we could talk about it, but like you, you don't build that up enough. And like, yeah. that's actually what nineties movies did was you, you built it, you built up the, these like characters and the one that you were fighting for the whole time, you realized that you should have been looking past that person to the person right behind it the whole time. You know, the person that was right in front of you actually. And so uh, it didn't really do that. Like I actually I'm a huge Sean Lee, a uh, uh, Levi Levy. I'm a sh- yeah. huge Sean yeah, yeah. Levy fan. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this guy created like uh, the internship. Yeah. Uh, he has a lot of good indie movies. This is where I leave you. Um, I, I know that there was the, uh, what am I trying to think of? Like uh, the spectacular. Now he was a producer on, uh, he's a producer for stranger things, uh, which is funny. Cause it's very nineties. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah. he was a producer, yeah. on, a producer on like a, a uh, sci-fi favorite uh, underrated sci-fi favorite, Arrival. And so I think all those kind of things were, uh, he's been a part of really good movies. And I think this is like a big one that he got full reins on. And I think there was just a little too many misses for my taste, but for what it was, it it was pretty feel good. It was a feel good kind of like rom-com and it was kind of what we needed right now, you know, like something happy go lucky fun. Yeah. Uh, there's some uh, moments at the end that I'll get back to you, but like that, that really made it kind of uh, hilariously fun. And especially, you know, as, as the movie's coming to a close, but the, uh, the overall thing is that this, this thing missed, but it made money. So like, I don't know if we're going to even count those misses. Like, you know, I don't think the studios don't count it. (laughs) Dude, It's making shitloads of money. I think it's probably the biggest success of this pandemic era for sure. Um, and it's also going to like, I think that there's already talk of a sequel, right? Reynolds has been quoted as saying that it is a sequel. Yeah, back to Sean Levy, by the way. Uh, you made a good, like, I, I like Sean Levy. I like his, like, he does, like, 
he's like one of these kind of journeyman directors that actually does a lot of work to kind of really form his like stories and characters really well. One of the ones that I really liked is Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. That was about him, Hugh Jackman, like and his estranged son, like going on this like robot amateur fighting circuit that oh, was yeah, a really, that was good. Really, really, really fun movie i like that one a lot um i believe he also is the brain trust behind night at the museum if yeah. i'm not mistaken as yeah. well see also really really fun like really fun action adventure movies like i really like his action adventure movies and I, and I do say the 90s because like his style very much harkens back to like early 90s like really fun action adventures movies that we just don't get like anymore you know what i mean so like uh, i really like his direction well, and I wasn't I even going as far back as you were, like, uh, but you, you, like, he did do Cheaper by the Dozen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. married and Cheaper by the Dozen, which was like, we, he was still doing, and like, he's old enough to still be doing, like, um, uh, what's that guy, the that 70s show, dude? Like, he was doing, like, comedies with him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's, his style really much harkens back to that. And, like, the reason, like, I, like this movie, like, the two things that really made this movie, like, really, like, fun and run was his direction and Ryan Reynolds' performance. Like, uh, like this is one of those movies where, like, the script is just, it's just, like, it just falls apart. And, and, I, and like, it, it's, it falls, I'm just saying that because it, just, it does so obviously. But what this movie does, it's just, it's fun. The, his direction, like, makes the action and the comedy really click and work. Um, and the fact that he has a fantastic comedic performance from, from Ryan Reynolds, but also Taika Waititi. And then, uh, and then like, he does this thing with like secondary characters, which like, like the, his best friend in the, in the movie as well, really fun character as well. And those moments really clicked as well because Ryan Reynolds just like, he does this thing where he is like, just able to be endearing in a, in a way that makes you just fall in love with the guy. So, you know, like. And that just fit perfectly with this character uh, and the overall story arc that he had. And it just worked that way. And I, I think it's uh, appropriate to like also say that there's some like interesting social commentary in this movie as well. It's like the first like movie of after the pandemic era, after the social and rest era to really just start to nod at certain aspects of society, which were kind of really fun as well. And like part of the movie towards the third act, also harkens to that as well with like the whole NPC world kind of taking a taking a stand for itself. I thought that was really fun and like a really interesting like window into how pop culture is now being influenced by stuff in the you know in the world and everything that's happening. But um yeah, I think uh, I think we did the regular review stuff. We can get in the spoilers. Like yeah, totally fun movie, really paint by numbers. But hey, it rides on Ryan Reynolds, who like I think I think Ryan Reynolds is like the last movie star. You know what I mean? Cause like there's, there really isn't a name out there that really can carry a box office anymore. Tom Cruise can't do it anymore unless he's in a Mission Impossible movie. You know what I mean? Um, Samuel Jackson can't really do it anymore. Uh, and, and like uh, I, Brad Pitt can't do it anymore. Uh, Mark Wahlberg certainly can't do it anymore. Like they have all done a bunch of flops. I think Ryan Reynolds has done a really good job of just, you know, typecasting himself uh, in roles where they work for him and they work for the screen and they work for the box office. Well, it's, um, it's now more of like an entourage ensemble uh, st stars now, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, like I think the the new people are kind of like, I mean, The Rock was there for a while. 
Um, who's this? Uh, the Suicide Squad, the, the newest guy, the Suicide Squad, the that we just saw in Fast Nine. You know, like those guys. Yeah. Those guys are the ones that are going to carry the movie star, like Nate, like that movie star star. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, there's there's not that many people doing that. What what, what do you think of Jodie Comer? Oh, f- like you know what's funny? Like they did this interesting thing with her character in the video game and in the real world, where like. I was like for a minute there, didn't know if it was the same actress. Um, but I think it was like they did this thing where they played with her costume a little bit and everything. But like, but no, I, I honestly think she delivered a really, really like solid performance. And uh, she did this thing where she really played two characters, right? She was one character in the, in the video game world and she was one character in the regular world. And I definitely think that those two characters, she did enough to where it differentiated themselves with both of them. Uh, and I think that she did give enough credence to both of those characters and enough time to really build them up to be their own thing. And I just totally think that she was a really good device to really get the, mo- the movie moving forward. I think that they, I think that she really could have gotten more to do in this movie besides being the female lead that, you know, is just kind of there to be the, the, the lead character, lead male characters foil for everything. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And she literally becomes the foil. Like towards the very end of the movie, she literally becomes the foil for the lead character in a in like a real obvious way, which is you know it's a thing that happens with female characters, but that that's not her fault. That's the that's the story. That's the that's the the direction of everything that that that, that the actual uh, script is going. But other than that, I think she did as much as she could for the character uh, characters that she could. So yeah, I, I definitely so like, like, like yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I think she's absolutely beautiful i I really do like i I have i have a movie star star crush on her um she she was like she's a great uh she's won a couple of awards uh for killing eve i don't know if you've heard that bb heard of that bbc show i've heard of it yeah i've heard of it uh, yeah and like um and so she's she's done a great job i think uh i think her movie theater her big screen debut was she was ray's mother in the star wars in star wars oh my so God. <laughs> she, I, I don't know if she even talked but i'm just saying like <laughs> oh she, oh okay <laughs> she, she does have that credit uh this is her first like big debut like on you know on the big screen as a major role and she's actually like i think she uh i already saw her um she's in a like a well-anticipated movie the last duel uh I know that uh, you and I have kind of mentioned, we've kind of talked about that in, in like movie news circuits, maybe but like yeah, Ben Affleck, yeah. Matt Damon. And um, it looks, uh, it has Adam Driver. It's a Ridley Scott movie. So like, it's, it's going to be, Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I think uh, like, that's something I, that movie was already something I was excited for. And then I saw the preview uh, going out to see this movie, you know, when free guy, uh, Free Guys preview was the last duel with Jodie Comer in it again. So I was oh, like, okay. "Oh wow!" Like she's kind of coming out. I guess is her coming out party. Yeah. Um. And so I'm I'm really excited about that. I, I would like to see her in more roles that she can like. Um, I don't think yeah. she did anything wrong, but like no. you know, I, I think I think where she gets more free reign, uh, yeah, more meat, more meat on that bone. Yes. Just better characters, you know, better, more um, three dimensional characters for sure. Yeah, like the like, yeah, and so I think I think that's that's where uh, that's where I leave off with the characters. Right on. Let's, let's get into spoilers for sure. One big shout out to Amon Allen. Uh, thanks for commenting, bro. Money. Uh, he would li- yeah, he would like us to rate this movie from one to a ten. 
Ah, uh, all right, all right, we'll do that. Uh, I think I'll do, for mine, I'm gonna give it a solid seven. Entertaining, for sure, N far from the perfect movie, for sure. What do you, what do you, what do you think, my man? What do you think is yours? Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, I was gonna go, man, I was gonna go six, but you, you kind of bumped me, I'll, I'll go to seven, I'll go to seven. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I was on the fence. I was almost going to call it a six, but yeah, it's, it's a seven, especially if you got a little, like, you know, some family to go with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the kids would love this at the end. Like, let's yeah. get into spoilers because I don't want to ruin anything. All right. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going into the spoilers. Let me make it official. I'm putting the sporter tag up there. And there we are. Literally in spoilers now. Okay. Um, dude, like, like the first part of this movie is about him figuring out like how, how he's real and like, like, in like in like there's moments where he starts to like get away from his programming and then it like all coalesces with him like putting on some NPCs glasses that he finds and then like going into the world and figuring it out and then that whole first act ends with a gun battle with two cops from the video game and then it turns into him doing that over and over and over and over and over and over and over again with no consequences whatsoever that really bothered me well, like the cops are like the regulators, like they're the IT support of this video game. Like I was like, yeah. what is going yeah. on? This is weird. And uh, how can you take off someone else's glasses? Like I was just like, that isn't that like their player? Like don't aren't you essentially taking their username? So like I was very confused at that point. Yeah, like there's no rules. There really isn't. Many it was rules like there. I, and like this is a play. Like this movie, I bet, I bet you this movie's been sitting on a shelf somewhere for a long time because this is obviously a play yeah. on SimCity. Um, there, there is not a SimCity game like this anymore. You know what I mean? Like, no, for sure. yeah. And so, uh, I mean, there probably does. Like, we are probably on some version of SimCity, SimCity that that I don't know. But like, what? you know, every it, it went game, too much. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Every video game is turning into that. No, um, you're right, and that's what I was yeah. going to say. It was like it, it, it was, but it felt like this movie felt more SimCity than it did Grand Theft Auto. Like, I, I see yeah. where they try to play Grand Theft Auto a lot yeah, into yeah. it. But like it, it felt like he was like just a guy in some city instead of, uh, like what 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 kids are used to these days. You know what I mean? For and sure. so I think that's where it's gonna be fun for like a family to go because it has these video game elements that are, are really fun. Like whenever someone's like teabagging, like there's like a guy <laughs> who's like teabagging in the video game after yeah, he yeah. makes a kill. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. The uh. Did, did he just get out of lightsaber? <laughs> like, I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, that was like a good chuckle moment. Yeah. Like, and I, I loved it because it, it made me feel good. It made me feel good about movies again because like yeah. we got a legit, I got a legitimate laugh in my theater. Like uh, everybody yeah. kind of, everybody kind of laughed and they felt okay about laughing in a movie theater for the first time in quite a while because it was, it was just like, I think he had just done, Oh, he had just gotten Captain America's shield out. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And yeah, then yeah, he got, yeah. and I'm like, and then all of a sudden it just hit me in the head. I was like, oh, are, am I watching a Disney movie right now? <laughs> like, so like, you know what? You are. Whole, yeah. You I'm are like, watching oh. a Disney movie, by the way. Um, so, like, a little history about that. This movie was like one of the last movies that Fox had in production before the buyout. So, this oh. was created under Fox but bought by Disney. So like that, whole, I, I, and, and like, I think what you said, it points to a really good point here that this movie was sitting on the shelf. This like, there's, there's a lot of movies that are like, that are like, there's these like really like, like cool esoteric scripts and like everyone reading it loves it. 
but like no one knows how to make a commercial. So like some random director who like is a big name, like says, yo, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this. I'm going to have my script buddy just like go through it, tear apart all the unique aspects of it, make it a paint by numbers picture. And then we're going to put it on the screen and make it flashy and kind of make it like it doesn't make sense, but it's going to be fun. That is exactly what I think happened here for sure. Cause like, I think there's like, like, I really do think there's like a really cool, like sci-fi video game movie where it is about an AI character that comes to life and figures out what it is and like goes off and like tells the whole world, tells his like NPC world that we can do better. We can be better. Like I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, and that's like the really like underlying plot of it for sure. Well, that could have been a movie by itself. Right. right? I think it would have been strong enough to hold up. And, and and then we went like, and we didn't want to get too serious, so we went to this play, this play, you know, playing games yeah. way. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, it, it definitely works on that level. But dude, like the stuff that it just falls apart. And then like, and like Ryan Reynolds' character, like, like he, like he, it, he becomes self-aware, and then his kind of train of character completely shifts all the way at the end. And like, you don't, it's kind of jarring. When he changes his character, I'm talking about like the very end when he like talks to the, when he talks to the, you know, the main lead girl and he's like, I look, I'm, I'm actually a love letter to you. I don't, I'm not really in love with you. I'm just like a love letter. So like, I guess as an audience, we're supposed to like understand like, oh, he's now way more self-aware than he was before. Right. And he's now understanding what he is and he just wants to communicate that also at the same time doing that ties this entire movie up in a nice little neat bow. Right. <laughs> To where, like, oh, now we can kind of, like, move on to the real world where the real love story is, where where that's supposed to happen. And then, then we well, get this kind of, like, you know, kind of kitschy scene where two characters well, we get this, together. We get this thing where, like, Ryan Reynolds, I mean, like, this is thing that's kind of shoved in the audience's face. And this is where the writing could have been a little bit better. I I, I think that the thing I'm going to dog on the most about this movie is the writing. Um, just... Spoilers on that. That's a fair thing. That is a fair, but, fair assessment, sir. But like, the, there's yes. this moment where, like, you know, he he only like he he loves to have, you know, a, a black coffee with two sugars. Like that's the way he likes it, and he, and he keeps repeating that and repeating that. But then, like, we get spoiled. I think we get spoiled too soon. That that's also. Uh, Molotov girls like favorite way to take her copy and oh, then he repeats yeah. it at the end like she's she already says that like she already says uh although she doesn't say it. I guess the coffee girl where she's getting kicked out of the coffee house says it that she's like look uh black coffee two sugars girl like you got to get out of here like yeah. that like she says that so it like kind of spoils it but like i like it better if we didn't even hear that that time so that you hear it at the very end where it's like he like um the you know the, the love interest the guy that actually wants to get her actually you know says no don't worry you know like i know how you like it black and two sugars you know like yeah. and like that that's like moments like that is what i like in movies yeah. I don't like it when they get rail run ran over and like underplayed. Like they don't they don't get utilized enough. And I think like this one really just kind of skipped over it. It, it was a throwaway line. And yeah. it was there's too many like too many of those good lines. The good writing was thrown away and we just focused on some of the bad parts and I I just I didn't like that. For sure. And I I think I think uh, I think uh, you know uh, it, there's uh, there's a lot about this movie that like really really is like complex and cool 
you know, um, but it just didn't like go full bore that way. It went, it went full bore into the, you know, video game adventure movie about the big bad that uh, is destroying the world. And uh, we have to hearken to the one character to save it. And then there's all these other kind of like little kind of interesting story aspects that just kind of get thrown away um, that are part of the world building, but like have to be set aside for the real big adventure that is in, that is in front of us, which, you know, at the end of the day, like you're going to take your family to see a movie that has Ryan Reynolds playing an NPC in a video game. That's, yeah, that's what you want. You know, that's, that's what the people want. You know, like uh, there's, there's, there are places and, and movies to watch the other kind of bigger aspects of this, what this movie could be. And at the end of the day, I was totally entertained. There's a lot about it that I didn't really like, but I like there, there's a lot about it. Like for me, it's just like, Ooh, there's things there that you could have gone. There's here. You could have gone. And there's there. You could have gone. And, and, yeah. and it didn't, but like, it was nice that those things were there, right? Like there, yeah. there really were like there really were like like unique moments that like definitely hearkened to some more kind of complex things about character and stuff like that. That and I, I, I really, like there was there. I know yeah. you said that like you know Ryan Reynolds really carried this, but like his supporting his supporting cast was just really really well cast to me. It's like a uh, uh, little Rel Howery is that ah. That's a tongue twister. Lil Rel Howery uh, as Buddy is really good, man. I loved him. Yeah. I mean, I've loved him since Get Out, since yeah. that one scene in Get Out where he just like made a name for himself, I thought. Yeah. That's like, I'm like, who is this guy from th- that day on? But like, he's really been uh, trickling into movies just every just in Space like, Jam. Every, yeah, he was just in Space Jam. Uh, he was just in. Uh, what did I just see with him in it? I, oh, Tom and Jerry. He was in Tom and uh, – I know he was in Tom and Jerry, but as a voice. But he was in Fatherhood, the um, the movie – the Kevin Hart movie, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then uh, he's in Vacation Friends right now. That That's coming out right now. So he's, he's making a name for himself. I thought he was hilarious. He was a very feel-good best friend buddy. And, like, I, I thought it worked great. Uh, Antoine, I, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was gonna yeah. say, I really, I actually really enjoyed their chemistry. Him and him and Ryan Reynolds yeah, have really, good really good chemistry. Um, and like, I think there's something to be said that this movie is also kind of a love story about best friends. Uh, and like, that's you know, and that's you know, because it ultimately kind of ends ends like that, you know. And, and like, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what I was actually just about to say. Like, their chemistry with Keys and Millie or Molotov Girl, whichever one you want to call it. Yeah. They, yeah. They, as friends too like they 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 play really good parallels in this movie and i really like that i loved the uh the antoine character taka taka plays a brilliant crazy ridiculous um what is it like just video game engine software owner weird like uh what do they call that Silicon Valley head kind of guy. He's a Steve Jobs weirdo. <laughs> yeah, and like he's ridiculous, and he's like the most ridiculous in this, and I love it. Uh, so like, I think they put a good amount of people around them to to really to really make this light and uh, to make this a good movie. For sure, and I think uh, I want to kind of shout out my man um, Joe. Uh, I think it's Kiri. His name is Kiri. He's from Stranger Things as well. Uh, he kind of yeah. plays that programmer guy that also plays uh, like um I think like he was given a lot of time and I think he was given a lot of a lot of stuff to do um and uh, I actually really enjoy him uh, I think like he did this turn in Stranger Things 
like he played like this like you know he, he played like the the jock the jock guy and then they turned his character to a lot more likable uh, and now he hangs out with the kids which is kind of weird and stuff but like i think he's like infinitely likable for sure uh and i think his chemistry uh with the female lead as well, Molotov was really good, and like I like how they like started their relationship as like, hey, we're not friends, like we're totally not, mm-hmm. and then they, you know it obviously turns into what it is. I think there's something to be done there where you could do like a movie where it just it is about friendship. Like I feel like this movie could have just been just about friendship instead of kind of I kind of feel like they ham fisted the romantic thing in there a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, like I, I do think that like the characters, the character actors in the ensemble, this movie really fun, and I think they all brought. Uh, brought as much likability and humor to all their roles for sure yeah man uh i think we i think we did it my man yeah i think we did did it free guy infinitely likable uh definitely not the best script but hey it's a good time and uh i think we we both totally and thoroughly enjoyed it for sure all right my man uh what do we always tell the fine people of the internet of the world go watch a fucking movie watch a movie watch a freaking like a movie uh, you can watch this one too. Uh, it's really good. It's in theaters, and it's doing it's doing gangbusters. All right.